0: Alright, I thought I was done recording this episode, but it appears not. I'm pretty sure most of y'all already know by now, and I hate to say it, but we lost Nipsey Hussle last night. That was some bullshit, and it's just really sad, and I was just be remiss if I didn't say how I'm hurt by it, but as a people, we are lesser for it, and it's just fucked up to The episode I had with Talk Black to me, we was just talking about him, you know, positively. And then it also makes me feel like shit because that was the episode I really haven't had time to um, promote. And I'm deeply in my feelings about that shit. Working around, it's like I keep working, so. But yeah, I don't know. And just talking to my girls and just telling y'all. There's no way they can hurt one of us without hurting all of us. This is this again comes to, we have to police ourselves. The cops ain't going to do this shit. And it's just real messed up, man. And I had to tell my daughter, and she was like, why are you so sad? I'm like, dog, mother and the father lost a son. Children lost a father. Woman lost a husband or a man, you know. We don't know what that man could have been or what he could have did, but he impacted people. Hell, I never really, I never listened to none of his shit and I feel fake as fuck because I'm about to go download that victory lap and see what that's about because I know it's solid. I don't know, man, but strength to y'all dealing with this situation and may he rest in power. This is the I Black Man Podcast, offensively black. It's me, it's me, it's M-A-P. Yo, what up? This is your boy, Maps, Miles Amadeus Prower, here for I Black Man Podcast. Now, kind of in a weird mode right now, you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of happy because it's my baby girl's birthday. My second oldest is five years old. Really happy, very proud of her this day. All she wanted was a purple party, nothing major, as much purple shit as possible, and we did it. We didn't have a whole bunch of stuff. Purple things hanging from the ceiling, happy birthday thing, purple uh, napkins, plates, all that stuff. Not a lot of money. She was happy. Only complaint she had was no grape juice, which was fine. I got her a purple 3DS, no, 2DS XL, while she was at school. Traded in her old 3DS and got her a new 2DS XL. If y'all listened to the last episode, I got her and her sister Apple. I got them both. 2D, uh, 3 ds Rain was the one always on her shit. Apple, not so much. She's more into her, um, her YouTube thing. She has a channel. I guess, check it out. Violet Apples. You know, just go over there, send some nice encouraging stuff. Don't be no fucking weirdos and freaks and shit. It's just, you know, my 8-year-old daughter. Doing what she does, making little cartoons and things like that. But anyway, yeah, my baby was happy with what she got. Um, I'm gonna download a game or two on her sister when she sleep because I didn't want to make her sit down, make me, you know, wait through the whole thing. Kudos on side note to Nintendo. It's really hard to, um, set all that stuff up for put a uh, parental controls, which is cool because I like that because it means she won't be able to be on no stupid shit. But yeah, so, spent a lot of money today. Not a whole bunch. You can look up how much a 2DS XL costs, 100 plus. You know, you get the insurance on that bitch. You're looking at like maybe 140, something like that. Traded in a old, you know, 3DS towards that. Didn't get much. But, um, you know, for me, birthdays is, for me, because I'm 36. It's not a big deal. I try to make it a deal for my kids. And it's just really frustrating. I don't know if I'm the only one. When dealing with birthdays, when you're having children, because when you're dealing with children and stuff, people want to come. And they feel left out. And they don't really feel left out because they really care. They just want to say they were there. Like my youngest, Zero J. Her first birthday, it was kind of a big deal to me. Because I named her after my grandmother who um, was going to be passing soon. So it was a really big deal to me. Yeah, so after that, we just wanted something really small. Everybody kept saying this and... Well, I want to come over and this and that. This is in July, so it's hot. My house ain't got no fucking hair. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, something that I just wanted to be, well, me and my wife just wanted to be small, get together. Because she's one. Well, she was one. She didn't want well, she still is one. But, you know, she didn't understand nothing. It wasn't like, oh, shit. She's like, okay, cool. Because she could be like, I want to go to sleep. And she don't give a fuck about no candles no all that shit. Who here, nigga? I want to go to sleep. That's what is she going to do. So I don't really put a whole, I mean, first birthday, yeah. And a lot of that shit, and I understand the nature of it, that it's really not for them then, it's them for later in life. And on some level, it's for you. But anyway, you know, it just gets me feeling aggy because at that point, a lot of times, and I understand, you know, with my kids and people come to see me, they're not coming to see me, you are coming to see my kids. You know, like my mama came in today, visit my home, my kids and whatnot, came in said well how did them get them all hugs did hug me i wasn't like i was sitting there pissed i understand and after they said oh man I didn't even hug you baby i'm sorry come here and it's cool you came to see them i got all my love love them i get it you know what i'm saying but i don't know with in-laws and family and shit they just turn shit to be bigger than what it is and it's like for me i'm the one stuck here having to clean all this shit up and maybe i'm anal because i make my wife mad because it's like today um Bugging about tomorrow and shit like, what you mean? You know, in my mind, it's already tomorrow and I'm out of time. It's not enough time, you know. Nigga, take this episode right here. I done record this shit about four times. Man, I'm going to piece all this shit together and edit it up doing what I do. But yeah, you know, and this is just me doing and getting in while I'm fitting in and still trying to do a podcast called Fresh and still trying to set up this shit. Well, not this shit like it's something bogus or wrong or anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm really about this shit, but my thing with the Melanated Misfits, which is coming soon. You know, I mean, I sound like bang. It's coming soon. But yeah, so that's that. And it just gets me aggy because people get up in their feelings about the whole birthdays. And For me, it's like when I was younger, first birthday, big deal. Every year we celebrated my birthday. Don't get me wrong. First birthday, big deal. Two through four, man, no big deal. Get gifts, cake and ice cream. Keep it moving five big deal everybody over big party six through ten six through nine nah. 10 big deal 16 big deal um 21 big deal 25 big deal you know that's 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 how i i was raised and it made sense to me because it's like if you go hard every year what's the point and then also admit you know with the whole holidays and birthdays and stuff like for my wife i am weird because i look at niggas when they be like turn up it's my birthday I'm 38. Nigga, you a grown ass man. Shut the shit the fuck up. Either take a day off of work or go to work, man. It ain't no big deal. We all grown. You know what I'm saying? But that's just me. I knew what it was from a long time ago. And if y'all listen to my shit, I guess I am kind of checked. Mm-hmm. That's just how I feel about it. And it ends up making me mad because, you know, if you tell a motherfucker, you plan that shit. Well, what you mean? Plan a party. What you gonna pay? Shit! Just like you would if it was my party. If I was do, planning it. Do what you. Oh, no, we don't wanna do that shit. And I'm like, I look at this shit, dude. Spent money on. Got my daughter a gift. Um, Spent money on decorations. And all that shit. Now, it's like 200 something dollars for a five year old for their birthday. You know? And it got me thinking about my old man. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, a lot of shit got me think. Makes me think about him and how. I don't know. I just try to find it. I, now that I'm older, I have different ways of relating to him. And it's like, okay, we're supposed to be taking a trip in the future, going down, you know, ATL and all that good shit. And um, but yeah, and it's like I don't. And it's like to visit my fam and shit. And I love my fam. I love, love, love my fam. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to go down there and visit nobody. And that's no disrespect or shade to nobody. Nigga, every day I work and I strive towards creating some time that one day would all come together and I can have a whole fucking day alone in my basement, playing games, reading comics, watching whatever the fuck I want. i just sitting in silence wondering what the fuck I feel. Hasn't come yet, but I'm working towards it, you know what I'm saying? And I realized with that, like, what a lot of shit I want to do, or don't. Or my wife wants to do. I don't want to do. Let's go to Myrtle Beach, man. For what? Do the same shit. I mean, all I want to do is get home, get right, chill. You know. And even when I'm on a trip, I'm looking forward to getting home. Then I can, you know, look back on the shit that I did and process this trip. Up until then, I'm like, oh man, you know, it's not over till it's over. And then when it's over, I can, you know, process it, digest everything because during that whole time i'm not gonna say i'm on anxiety mode but like i said i'm weird and i realized that i don't want to go nowhere so anyway applying this back to my old man it just got me thinking you know me and my wife was talking about something she uh, i had to pay something for some tickets for the you know whatever in the future uh for whenever we taking this trip and i had forgot that i something i had to pay more my wife did something so, and it's just, you it had me thinking like, why am I so apt to forgetting shit about this trip? And I forget shit all the time. My wife gets mad because I know things I'm going to forget. And I know how my brain works. So if she tells me, oh, maps, we need this and blah, blah, so-and-so doing the blah, blah. I'll just remind myself before you go to sleep, ask wife what to remember. Because if I do anything other than that, I might remember, uh, 2.40? The 15th? the fuck doesn't gotta do anything, meh but even if I remember, wife uh, I come to her is there anything I'm supposed to remember, oh well yeah, um she hates that shit, but I know how my brain works and that's how I have her, and then we got into a little argument, cause I made a joke about her being sneaky with the money cause I forgot I owed her something and she kinda took it to heart and I was just telling her, like, dude, I'm playing I don't give a fuck you know, I don't, I don't need money if it's not to take care of my girls. That's why I work. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So I had to break it down to her and I was just telling her, you know, I trust, I wouldn't marry you if I didn't trust you more than I did my own mind. Like my mom, like earlier today, I was, um, he was doing stuff, you know, I have I didn't even know it. I guess I was leaning against the wall. With my arms folded. My mom was like, did you make an effort to fold your arms like your dad? I'm like, no, why'd you say that? And she's like, just because, you know, just how you, I'm like, was my arms just folded? She's like, yeah, I didn't even know. And if anybody else, I'm like, man, get the fuck up out of here. It's my mom. So I'm like, I believe, just like my wife, I don't give a fuck about money. She know that shit. You know what I'm saying? If you say, I owe you something, I owe you. If you ask for something, I'm going to give it to you. I, I don't really care. Like I told her, I couldn't be with you if I don't trust you 100%. But yeah, and that just brought, you know, like back to the shit about my dad trying to bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. And I'm going to bring it back after this break. Have ever thought about starting your own podcast? You know, like what I got? Well, let me tell you. When I was starting out, I had a lot of questions. Didn't know how to answer them. Didn't know where to start. How do I start a podcast? How do I get off the ground? How do I record my episodes? How do I get them on the major platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and other places? Well, the answer to all of those is one thing. Anchor FM. Anchor FM is a one-stop shop for recording hosting and distributing your podcast best of all it's 100% free free 99 you cannot beat that and what's better is ridiculously easy and now anchor can match you great sponsors too so you can get paid for your product like more. let me tell you when i started out i'm not even gonna say the names of the places that i was trying to have my podcast hosted at and it was nice and i thought i was happy for a while but when i found out about anchor 100% free limited space The only way you can beat that is if they pay you. And I guess if you do ask, they kind of do. If you always wanted to start a podcast and making money doing it, go to anchor.fm backslash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm backslash start. Can't wait to hear your product. On the last episode was of the bonus for a podcast called Fresh Plug. my new podcast I'm working on, you know, brought to you by the hyphen podcast network or hyphen podcast group. Basically, it's me. I'm like the main host with a um, rotating cast of co-hosts talking about comic books and anime and manga and all things like that. Kind of a passion project of mine. Well, not to say this isn't a passion project of mine. It's just something I want to do and talk about comics and things like that. I'm really, really um, passionate about it. Not to say that I'm not passionate about this, but I am. So looking forward to getting some stuff done. Um, I got episode number two and, uh, in the hole as we speak. I'm just trying to get some more going and be able to promote the episode I did there more. Also feeling like shit. I haven't really been able to uh, promote the episodes I've, I've did with. My people from Talk Black to Me, my man Ja and L Double, shout out to them. Great shit, great podcasters, great people. But yeah, that's that podcast called Fresh. Check it out. More to come. Thinking to possibly be trying to do it while I drop beginning and end of the month. We'll know. I don't know. We'll see. First episode is about um Next Wave. If you haven't heard about it, it's a pretty dope comic. Uh, trade paperback was reviewed. Written by Warren Ellis, great writer. And it's just some real cool stuff. And we did that because it kinda ties into the whole Captain Marvel thing because her mother is in Captain Marvel. And um Photon. I uh, did I say her name? I think it is Photon. Uh A. K. A. Spectrum. A.K.A. She used to be Captain Marvel. Yeah. So she's really dope. And I just wanted to think, you know, give her some shine. And we have this thing now. We're um pitching the next uh next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Went pretty far, pitched the X Man. Had a dope ass idea, shout out to my man Chaos for a uh North Star romantic comedy movie. Very interesting. Check that out, Joe. Um what else has been going on? I just did an episode of Isla Pau. you know, again? You know, yeah. It's kinda cool. Uh, it's it's dope to me. It was a very, very special project. Or episode to me, because I knew it was special to BAIN. It was doubly special. About his brother, who was an awesome guy who I've never met, but I know as much as it pains me to say Bane. It's a pretty cool dude. Um, some of the fucking times I've laughed the hardest in my life I was with his steak ass. But yeah, we did an episode covering his um uh, his brother. Also we talked about Something we both love dearly. And uh, it kind of touched me. He was saying I'm probably one of the only other people he could. Maybe the only person he could talk to in depth about. The original. And as far as we're concerned. Only Transformers movie. Is the one from the 80s. I didn't even know it came out in 86. I found that out. Nigga. I'm born in 83. I was born in 83. I feel like my all my English teachers just did a collective sigh. But yeah. So I was like, damn. So I remember watching that bitch. I remember not being able to know what the fuck was going on, but I didn't look. And it's like now, you know, 36, about 36, and I can still remember that it was just wild. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, we had a lot of conversation. It was just fun. And that's one thing to me and my man bang got in common an avid love for like 80s pop culture. 90s pop culture, 80s cartoons, it's just when shit was real, you know what I'm saying? It was funny, I've been in kind of a rut lately, because, I don't know, I just finished the whole first episode of a podcast called Fresh, finished mixing that and editing and everything, and that consumed my life for about a week, maybe two weeks. I mean, every day after work, with the kids to bed, straight mixing, editing, till I go to sleep, go to bed at three, wake up at eight. And that's the shit I was doing. You know, it was a little short purpose. And then it was over with. It's fucked up. As soon as it was done, I'm like, I'm done. But do I like it? Hmm. Had to debate it a while whether I wanted to delete it or not. Ended up keeping it, you know, dropped episode one. But yeah, so it's like for me, and that's things I know. I Shout out to my wife. I know I'm very annoying to be around when I am motivated when I'm motivated. That's all I talk about. That's all I'm about. And shout out to my, you know, my hyphen podcast fam. I'll be knowing the dog fuck out there, niggas. I'm like, yo, what's good? We're trying to do this. We're trying to do that. You know, and shout out to them because I'm either all or nothing. And that's hard for me to deal with the middles and shit. But anyway, back to the whole Ila Pau episode. And it was just ill to talk about how I think there was two avatars for me and Bam. It would literally be Optimus Prime and Megatron. Two people who low key really didn't hate each other. It's just they knew, nigga, if in order for me to achieve my goal, you have to go and you're beyond compromise. So I, I you know, and that's just as dope. We was just talking about how I love the fact that with Prime and Megatron, sorry y'all, I'm blurting the fuck out in this one. With Prime and Megatron, and never, Prime never tried to talk to that nigga. He wasn't like, listen, nigga, it's not too far. No, he met that nigga was like, you ready to die? You know what I'm saying? But it was just cool talking to my man, baby. And it's just, you know, it got me feeling certain kind of way, because he knows my big bro, Ray. And that was like, that nigga is my best friend, you know? And i would be real with y'all. Like, my nigga, my nigga, Ray. Is like quiet is kept the closest thing I have to like a besides my sister, you know. My is a sibling. He didn't grow up with me, but he we had like we know each other so long. Like, nigga, our parents don't remember when we met. <laughs> just like all of my memories is just knowing his family and them. Yeah, it's just niggas. Um, like I guess you could say and i are not with us. You know what I'm saying? And it's just fucked up because that was like for the majority of my life, my bestest best friend. Nigga. And, you know, so he knew, right? And so that nigga knows me. You know what I'm saying? So I had a I had a great time. I hate to say I had a really good time. I laughed a lot. And he uh, made me remember some shit I didn't even know I remembered about watching the movie with my dad. And um, if you check it out, when you get to the part about robot fish, yeah, it's real interesting shit. Basically my dad could stand no more while sleeping through the Transformers movie and um that's what took the cake with him. Nigga, it wasn't a planet. That was a robot or robots that turned into other things. It was someone created carnivorous robot fish. And he was like, For what reason? Why would you why would you have a need for giant carnivorous robot fish? what what function do they perform that nothing else, you know, and it was just funny, and that shit just happened. We was dying, though. That shit was funny. Watching all my luck, I'm gonna talk about this shit. Y'all gonna go check that shit out. He gonna cut that shit. But we were just talking about the episode and um, honoring his brother, you know, Aaron, who's sadly no longer with us, and it just got me thinking and looking at things in retrospect. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, this nigga, baiting. I knew this nigga from MSU, Michigan State University, called Gringo White. Now, my brother Raymond went to MSU. So when he went there, I was up there on the regular, just sleeping in a nigga's dorm room. Like when that nigga told me, like, dog, I got a place to stay, fuck these niggas I'm moving with. Nigga, you there. Bet. So eventually I got cool with all these people, and I was in high school at the time. So we all got cool, and I ended up hanging out with this nigga. Baden found out this nigga knew my older cousin, Xavier. And just how back in the day, me and Xavier, we was like the really into wrestling niggas. We would like wake up early on Saturdays and watch like Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and all that shit. And like we would go in half and get wrestling magazines and read the fucking articles and shit. Yeah. And we really couldn't see Raw that much because niggas didn't have cable like that back then. But, Whenever they did, we did get a chance. We would watch Raw. And we was the niggas in the neighborhood who was like wrestling on the grass and shit. But we'd be doing like real moves and niggas would be shook. Like all oh, this and that. And we would do that shit. And like we was the niggas in my backyard for several hours every other day, every day practicing wrestling moves. Like he would show me how to go from a standing position face up and just go and put a nigga in the sharpshooter straight from jump. And he would have me do the moves on him and let me know when he was hurting and stuff when I was doing them right. So, like I said, imagine niggas, you know, just doing a little play wrestling, you know, and this and that. Like we was really out there uh like slamming niggas and suplexing niggas and shit. And like we would be playing and this and that like, oh, this. Oh, OK. And like put niggas in like the doomsday device and I'll jump off the porch and fucking choke slam like cold your ass on the grass and shit. One time, a nigga put a dude in the perfect plex, and his tooth fell out. It was about that life. So anyway, to find out that this nigga, BAM, went to school with my older cousin and was cool with that nigga. That nigga, like, low-key influenced me from back then. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this shit. You know what I'm saying? But it just brought back a lot of memories, like, when I first met them niggas. My brother was up there, so. I met, Adiv was his friend, so I made an extra, extra effort To impress niggas. You know what I'm saying? And I'll tell you more about that in a second. We come back from break. Bye. It's like...
1: Sound advice. Or whatever. It's like... Comics, conventions, and cosplay, or whatever. It's like ladies night, or whatever. It's like wrestling, or whatever. It's like parenting, or whatever. It's like anime, or whatever. It's like spiritual warfare, or whatever. It's like great friends, awesome people, coming around, doing what we do best. Or whatever you should watch listen and follow or whatever it's like a podcast or whatever
0: so my kids is in bed i'm gonna try to mix this or something try to drop this I, I felt i heard um talk black to me drop something new that made me feel a certain kind of way you know more power to them i ain't mad i hope the niggas drop 15 today i don't care I don't mean to say that. I don't care. I don't, you know, nothing negative. I want them to do good. I want whatever, you know. Hey, they got a new uh theme song and stuff. That's what's up. It's just for me, even though I dropped the episode on my other podcast, this one ain't really dropped nothing. So I'm trying to keep up, you know. I ain't about to leak my stink ass in the dust, you know what I'm saying? Dealing with that and just getting over the, you know, I don't want to say anxiety or just the the annoyance. So like as soon as I was doing that last episode, I'm ready to work on the next one. You know what I'm saying? But things happen, you know, and I, if I really, really want to and I'm like that, I can do one with myself. It's not that big of a deal. It's just, you know, I'm go, co And I'm an extremist. So I'm, I'm all or nothing. I'm just learning how to um, maneuver that and deal with that with myself and my family. and You know, talking to my wife and it's like, nigga, the only thing getting in my way is these kids. Talking to my wife is a good help. I can talk to her and say what the fuck I really feel. And the cool thing about that is I may come out looking completely crazy to her sometime. But it's cool, because then she'll be like, yeah, okay, I understand that. And I hear where you coming from, but this. Or that. And I'm like, oh. Touche. And that's why she's my best friend. I can literally be like, nigga. She understands my problem with stuff. Is And she gets mad because sometimes it does seem like my problem is my family, and it's really not. My problem is the inefficiency of things. I love my kids. I want more kids. But it's like I was telling her, imagine if we didn't have to repeat ourselves. I'm not even going to say never. Imagine if we didn't have to repeat ourselves half as much as we do. Imagine if no niggas did shit the first time. Imagine a lot of shit. You know they're going to cry. I got a house full of girls. It's cool. Can we just cut the crime down by 50%? can I have not people when they getting mad because there wasn't no more grapes and you couldn't have a grape and you just run around the corner screaming like I'm trying to destroy you can we cut that shit down you know and of course I feel bad because after I sit get my mind correct you know what I'm saying I feel bad and I realize you know how how routine I get irritated the world does something to me I come home and spazz out on my family which is not fair to them because they protect me from the world and they give me refuge from the world so it's kind of like yeah Thanks for this uh, life, uh, you know, this this lifesaver. Now I'm going to just stab it with a knife because I'm mad because I'm out here at sea. So, you know, I'm dealing with stuff like that. And it de- definitely, you know, and I'm always saying this, but still, I don't give a fuck. More, no props to my wife. She get me together and um, just dealing with stuff. And it's like, Rain wanted to have a purple party. I usually get into it. Well, not get into it, but rub people the wrong way when it comes to birthdays, because I understand how I look at birthdays is different from everybody else's, and I'm not trying to put a damper on my kids. I got four kids, okay? Now, with that being said, I realize and I admit for a lot of stuff, I am odd. I'm the nigga telling people if I'm throwing a party, it's going to be two hours. Two hours, nigga, yeah, it's a two-year-old's party. How long we need to get this shit going? All that socializing and shit is extra. If we just cake this damn, man. man and then we leave 30 minutes for socializing. There you go. Wife is like, you can't be doing that shit. Nigga, how fucking long should this shit be? You know what I'm saying? Excuse me, I turned this damn phone off and that shit out the corner of my eye. Nigga, thinking I've been talking for a minute. Look, two minutes. What the fuck? Pardon me. No, but yeah, let me turn that shit back off. I need to know when I take a goddamn break. Try to keep this classy. Anyway. What was I talking about? Oh, uh, yeah, with my family and shit, so. Even though I know I'm not going to get right back on track, but I'm tempted, y'all. I'm kind of tired. Deal with me. But yeah, birthday parties and shit. Like, you know, one time me and my wife got, well, not one time, when me and my wife got together. It's one of my birthdays. She was like, we want to throw a party for you. You want to throw a party for your birthday? I guess. But I was like, I only want it if like people are trying to like be talking about me and entertaining me and shit. Like, I don't want to have a party and niggas are doing shit amongst themselves because I could sit at home and buy a whole bunch a lot less of this shit and get fucked up and enjoy my food and listen to music with my wife. You know? She like, yeah, we're gonna throw this party. I'm like, but she talking about money for food. And I'm like, for what? You gotta feed them, Nigga, it's my birthday. What I like feed niggas. Why would I throw a party when I have to pay expenses? That's how was that beneficial to me? It's a good time. Nigga, it was a good time of me eating that shit by my fucking self. So she don't attempt to throw me parties anymore. I ain't, you know I appreciate it and all that shit, but nah dog. So well my daughter's birthday, she went to purple party, I'm all with it. Cause my thing is, dog, I'm not about to be Chucky e. cheesing this shit up, you know. And like I was saying about rubbing people the wrong way because for me, I'm not gonna do every birthday for my kid big. Not saying I'm not gonna make an event out of it. She's not gonna do it big. Nigga, I how it was when I was little. One first birthday, big deal. Fifth birthday, big deal. Tenth birthday, big deal. 16th, big deal. 18th, big deal, 21. And quiet as cap, 18th really wasn't, it you know, It just really was 21. You know, but I understood every year we celebrated. It just wasn't no big ice cream cake. Everybody, yo, I me mean, it was always ice cream cake. But it wasn't no big shindig every year. And I was cool with that. I always got shit. There was never no less presence or nothing. It was what it was. I appreciated that shit. And it's like, for me, if it's on a day I work, I gotta hurry up and get you people. I mean, I gotta work the next day or that day. I gotta hurry up and get you people to fuck out my house so I can get ready for bed later on. i get my girls ready for bed now. If it's my day off, I gotta hurry up and get y'all motherfuckers out of here so I can enjoy the rest of my damn day off. You know what I'm saying? So, and in that, I admit I'm weird. Kind of like my granddaddy. He was very antisocial. I didn't just pick up the trade. I caught that shit and ran with it. I admit it. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, you know what i got saying about the parties and shit. My daughter want to have a purple party. I'm with it. I can wear purple. She can wear purple. You know, and it's cheap and I'm with that. It just got me thinking about, you know, just how it is to be a black man. Or maybe just relate to my father as a man. You know, it's like with him, all that nigga wanted to do was work save money and rest up for work you know and get drunk which he found a way to do while doing all of that but I just thought about it and just think about the sacrifices and just as myself and I look at this shit and it's just how it's gonna work out and how it's gonna play out the majority of the time I'm gonna end up doing shit I do not want to do all the time you know and I can say the same like I'm outnumbered it's my wife and four daughters super outnumbered you know Even my daughter, who is most like me, is still, you know, on the other side. But, and just looking at that and realizing that, like, a lot of shit, like, if we was all to go to movies together, no one would ever want to see what I want to see. And even then, it would still be something. You know, like, when we I want to watch wrestling, but you won't shut the fuck up. Not even shut the fuck up. You won't sit and watch it. You know, but anyway. Not with that, just about the money, you know, and I'm thinking how I don't care, you know, and I mean I don't care about money, it's just I look at that shit if I gotta work to get it. What I spend it on, you know, if, if this and that. Cause I look at that shit and I guess I'm cheap. Cause I will justify spending like seventy dollars on a controller or some shit. But then be like, what nigga? A round trip ticket to Atlanta? For one fifty? Fuck that shit. You know. And like with well, my wife and them and i be feeling bad. They try to amp shit up. And it's like, I know I'm weird and I'm the outsider because it's like, yeah, we get down here and we do all this. And I'm even think I can't wait to see my family. Can't wait to chill and joke and laugh with my family, spend time, see my family happy. But I'm really waiting for my kids to go to sleep every night so I can sit off somewhere and get nice. Maybe play my game, sit, think, read some comics this is every day. And that's why I feel weird because everybody's like, oh, this and that. Even when we somewhere like, oh, man, we having a good time. Yeah. Hey, man, what you think about, man? I can't wait to go home and sit. And everybody like, what the fuck? So I realized that shit. And it's like, you know, I'm not saying it's depressing, but it's men. I guess. And i bring it again. Keep bringing it back to my old man. Guess the point. He never wanted to spend money. We used to take trips to Mackinac. He didn't want to go. He did it because, you know, my mama said it was good to make her happy and to make me happy. And now I'm in a position where I'm like him. I realized probably on those trips afterwards, he was like, I could have really done nothing and had the same amount of joy. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I can look at him like I had to pay for this rental car to drive up there. I'm paying for the gas in the rental car. We go, I have to pay for the fucking ferry. No, I have to pay to keep the car here so they don't tow this shit while we're taking this fucking ferry. I had to pay to get across the fucking water to go to the hotel, which I'm fucking paying for. And I'm just doing a whole bunch of shit that I could basically do at home without cars. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I feel bad because me and my wife was talking about that. And I just basically realized since I got married, I didn't, my, all my urges to travel and shit are gone. Like anything I reason wanted to go like, nigga, cause I wanted to get new pussy. Nigga, you want to go to New Zealand? Nigga, and get some New Zealand pussy? Yeah. Do a hock on that bitch. Nigga, you want to go to fucking Australia and get some aborigines pussy? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go to Canada and get some cold pussy. But you know what I'm saying? That that was the whole point. Now I'm married. and I'm not saying I'm mad about being married. I enjoy it. But I don't want to do all that shit. I just pick things up and put them down. Pick things up, put them down. Sometimes if I do that enough, there's time for me to read funnies and, and think about not picking things up and putting them down. I don't know. You know, and it's just kind of like um, not de- not depressing, but it just made me think and see my dad in a little bit of a different life, a little bit more humanized on some, on some superhero taking ill intentionally type shit because that's always what it's going to be like me. It's never going to be a time like, hey guys, let's all go home and shut the fuck up and leave dad alone for like how long? Like six hours. Awesome. It's never, you know, and I have to realize, you know, a lot of times my kids, I love them. It's not, a, it's not fair to them, you know. So I try to meet, no happy medium or whatever, but idiot what it is, and it's just, you know, I don't know if any other men or people out there can relate to that. And maybe women can. I don't know. As I'm sure, there's a woman out there somewhere. Several women out there with a husband and a whole bunch of sons, and they feel like they outnumbered. I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's all kinds of. I'm sure there's some women out there who think, "Oh yeah, I don't want to go nowhere. Fuck that shit." My my husband and my daughters want to, you know, but I guess in the beauty of that is bringing it back again to my wife and relationship type shit. My wife loves me, and she knows that I don't want to do shit, and she still deals with me. You know, to be able to come to me like maps. What? So I was thinking, oh shit, what's wrong with you, nigga? You thinking never? Gets me at like GameStop or something like, it, yeah, And this is how we ended up buying $400 worth of trade paperbacks or back rub or anything. It's always talking, but I get it. You know, and she's selling me on stuff and I realize even with the birthday party, she meeting me halfway because, she know, I don't give a fuck about no money. But like, you know, and that's the beauty of it. My woman accepts me and takes me for what I am. And sometimes that's hard to uh, not take for granted you know but anyway try to move things along if I may but okay here we go just recently you know what fuck this shit let's let's just take a look at this shit you know what I'm gonna get back to y'all after this break alright what's that This is King Caruse from the Black History Buff podcast, sending a message to my man Maps from the I Black Man podcast. We're loving what you're doing over there.
1: Here in the UK, we're dropping episodes of Black History weekly, and
0: we're also bringing your stories your way every other week as well. So we're covering the champions from yesteryear as well as the stars of tomorrow. Come and check us out once you finish listening to I Black Man. Peace. So, anyway, man, starting to feel kind of old. Well, not even old. I guess kind of out of touch. Not even out of t- I don't know what it is. I don't want to be one of these niggas saying the world changes on me. And these people this, these people that, I don't get it, you know. Like, I seen this post earlier in my Omi. Yeah, posted. Hey, Omi, I know you're listening to my podcast. But it was a picture of this dude. He had taken his sons. I guess they had been numerous ages. The youngest could have maybe been seven, I'm assuming. He said, you know, he took his sons to Hooters and he had a picture of their face when they saw the girls are like, coming to this table or whatever have you. And it was real cute because you could tell they they was interested. Maybe wasn't sure why, like, mm, what's up with that? It was real cute, you know. And she, you know, and I was just saying, oh, good times, you know. And she like, that's sick. That's foul. You know, I blah, blah, was like, yeah. It's great teaching your son to objectify women. And, you know, had me feeling a certain kind of way. I just figured I'd come on here and talk to y'all about that shit instead of snapping on there. And, um, going in, it ended up being a lot of people, other dudes came on there. Echoed what the hell I was going to say anyway, you know. My thing was, who's to say that dude didn't take his son's day and be like, Hey, y'all like that? Yeah, it look nice, don't you? Mm -hmm. And I remember. No matter what she wearing, you treat her like a lady and you give her the same respect you'd want someone to give your mama or your sister or your grandma or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or could she like, Cause they one of you so quick to make sure your son's not gay. I'm like, yeah, but first off, and I ain't never, I've never, I mean, I'm not going to say I've been into every Hooters in the world or a mass majority of Hooters. I've never been in a Hooters that had bad broads. They yeah, had decent chicks. Like, I ain't never been in a hood with no chicks with no double D's. You know what I'm saying? Or Some E's. Or something like that. Or You know, I've never. Nah, I'm not. Mm. All the girls are just like me. They're too skinny for me. But from what I understand, it's a fucking family restaurant. More and or less. And it's thinking like, dude, why is it so much everybody is on? Women want to tell men how to be men and how to raise men you know, and I don't understand it at all. It's like, I can't tell you how to be a woman. How can you tell me how to be a man or how to raise a man? You don't even understand how everything, how, how my life works. You have an understanding, you have a vague understanding, but you haven't lived it. I haven't lived your life. I don't know what it's like to be a woman. All I could do is tell my daughters, God forbid, something was happening to my wife. Here, these are things I can tell you to imitate women that I like or people I thought were cool. I don't know nothing. Mom and my auntie said don't put your purse on the floor uh, it's bad luck or some shit keep your legs closed uh, don't leave your drink and um, Ariel told me don't use hula hoos because teacher chicks how to ride dick So all I know I don't know shit you know so I just thought that shit was crazy cause it's like even with that young dudes is gonna look at chicks regardless I I was saying like I remember mean, when I was in elementary school and I was like, why am I so quick to look at all these fat chicks? Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with big girl. Love me a thick chick. But back then it was like, I know I didn't like the fat girls. I was just like, why am I so at- And I looked at it one day and I did, because it was longer before I saw a chick that was skinny with big titties. And I'm like, oh. And I remember feeling when I saw her, I like her the way I like that chick, but better. And this is me trying to come to terms with the fucking how I think and shit. So eventually, on my I, my mind, I had to come out, oh, I like big titties. And I the most big, fact, you I know, mean, most, that time, big girls had big titties. And I was in, I, so it was like sixth, seventh graders and shit I would see and shit. So, and it wasn't that many of them, you know, as far as that shit. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with that shit. And I just look at it, boys is gone, young boys or whatever. They Unless you're on some Robert and, it, it, and Robert Kelly shit. I'm gonna come back to him maybe a little bit, but yeah, it's just, it's just funny, you know. Everybody want to say, like, women, oh, you you need to understand this and you need to be nicer, and it's like, man, you don't you don't understand what it takes to be me. I don't wanna, like I can understand when I talk to some women and they, and it's just funny. Like I was talking to my wife and we was just explaining situations and I was telling her how it's different. Men and women look at shit differently because if I'm you know if I'm in a club all niggas is out typically. You would think, all right, you out the club, you wearing a nice outfit that accentuates your best features, your boobs, your butt, I don't care if you got big calves, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? And you out where there are people of the opposite sex, or you looking for somebody the same sex, this is the new age. So, most dudes would think, why would you come in here if you're not trying to get none or holler at nobody? Low-key, is the same logic I would use. Now, I understand people don't have to subscribe to my logic. It's just the only way I look at it. You know what I mean? My wife talk about that. And it's funny because I learned from her. She learned from me. And she be like, well, you know, what if I just want want to go out and dance? And and dudes don't think of that until shit like that with girls talk about that shit. Because niggas just don't be like, you know, nigga, last time we danced. Man, you right. Nigga, let's go out and fuck these hoes, yeah. Y'all see that shit. Nah, get dawg, get get, get off my nigga Eric. Nah, uh-uh, he ain't here for that tonight, dawg. We here to have a good time and turn up. We don't need no bitches. First thing, they be like, nigga, you gay motherfuckers. And not to say, no, I'm not even about to get into that shit. Niggas, what the fuck I'm talking about? You know, niggas don't do that shit most of the time. We going out, we going out to get ass. Or sometimes you go out To have fun with, you, with your boys i get give you that You know I don't know I'm weird cause I don't, I'm don't. the nigga who go out To do shit for a purpose Wife be like How long you gonna be gone? About an hour thirty how, how, how you know that? I don't plan on being out Longer than that That's about What time it takes To do exactly what I need Nigga I go out there I don't socialize I don't shoot the shit I go in and come back But that's just me Everybody else is different But I don't know why I feel like I didn't said something about this shit to y'all before, but anyway, you know, and just telling my wife and we talk about the differences of the sexes and all that stuff, and I guess I'll bring that and go into finagle, into this Robert Kelly points, is everybody talking about that? Um, I don't know, I don't, again, I've told y'all I don't excuse nothing, that he's done. I just think it's, I just low-key, like I said, I feel I'm saying sorry for the man because course it's wrong what he's doing I'm sure he knows it's wrong what he's doing but then he might think why motherfuckers paying my shit why are they bound bonding me out then I got all these other people screaming like
1: yes we love you yes
0: so like yeah he be thinking like I gave y'all an analogy before about the dog the shit piss on the floor to your company come over then you kick it nigga you didn't care before now it's a problem I don't know it's odd it's real odd but Like I said, between him and I don't even know. I ain't even heard about your boy Jesse Smollett no more, which I find odd, but I don't know. Man, I just feel like I'm really dialing this one in, man. I'm phoning this one in. I'm sorry if that's how I come across and feeling for y'all. Now I'm at the point, like, I don't even know if I want to mix this down. (laughs) I I truly don't know. But anyway, I'm going to touch on this point, which is the main reason why I wanted to record in the first place. Yeah, man, it's just something on my mind earlier. It's just real interesting to me, and I guess I can piggyback off that whole taking your sons to hooters thing, you know. I had seen some shit on the internet one of my, on Facebook, one of people on there. I posted a picture of this nigga drinking out of a red wine box. And I, I mean, I wasn't. It was like, what, a, a Moscato, some shit. So, I made fun of the nigga, like, what the fuck are you drinking? Moscato, you fucking pussy? Hey, you know, disrespectful. What the fuck men do? You know what I'm saying? So he had said something. I don't know if the niggas this her. I'm assuming the niggas got a pair, and he's not. So he's saying, you know, this and that, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, nigga, what are you drinking for? Are you drinking for taste? You fucking pansy. I'm like, nigga, stay away from that shit and stick to the fucking twelve percent of up. Get you some red wine, baby. You know, it's just so funny how people on there start talking shit and you know, all oh, toxic masculinity and I'm thinking like, dude, what the fuck was I supposed to say? It's like even if I see a picture of my man Dare. Oh, he's getting he's nice, he's about to get married. Like, oh, look at you, you looking nice for a change, you bastard. That's how much you talk. That's, I I don't know, this is how I remember it. See what nigga say? I'm like, look at this fucking son of a bitch looking like a million dollars. Or whatever you say. You know what I'm saying? Look at this hoe ass nigga. I I don't get it. Maybe it's just me and my generation. When I was coming up, nigga, we was drinking like we was trying to get revenge against our fucking livers. I remember niggas getting clout for drinking for taste. Niggas is like, what? Take this vodka to the head, nigga. Like, what? nigga holla at this jack like oh god i feel like i'm fucking dying smell like you want to hit this blow anything nigga oh my god but how i came up was drink to pass out (laughs) that's how we came up nigga drink to pass out if you're not trying to at least like you know cash money records nigga drink till you throw up so that's all i knew That's how I came up. Punch a nigga and they used to punch me in the chest. Bow, Don't cry. (laughs) But I took this shit as a challenge. I bet. You know. And it was just funny. How people were just getting all like all this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, dude. You know, and I guess things is different. And maybe I don't know I'm out of touch. I don't never try to be in touch. I just know what I know. and How I came up and that's how I see it. And it's just crazy to me. How things change. And I'm talking to my man. I was chatting with my man. In the group checks. Chat. uh Handsome Bane. I'm doing a real squinty side eye. You guys can't see it. Very deceptive looking. I don't trust him. Anyway. So, yeah, I was just chatting up with him, and they were just talking about, I forgot about this chick. Oh, yeah, someone so a stallion, and I think that was like, I was just saying, it's funny how they were saying, oh, she's nice, I like her music. And I'm like, I couldn't listen, because a stallion is a male horse. Why the fuck are you called a stallion? Are you a transsexual man? Did you not know that female horses are mares? Are you a male horse for breeding? I'm confused. You know, and it's like, well, she done, just, I think instantly me being who I am. Either as far as not my man, not my man Bane. But, the, you know, whatever the chick's name is. You got to be stupid. you a man horses. What are you trying to say about yourself? I don't know. I don't listen to much to new hip hop anyway. I don't fuck with that shit. A lot of new shit is just garbage. It's almost worse than the time when bad boys were ruling after Biggie died and it was on the fucking jiggy shit. So yeah, anyway, we talking about that shit and they talking about how she was a comic, a nerd, you know, like comics and anime or whatever and people didn't believe her. And I see both sides. For me, it's not that many women or females I have met who are into any of the shit extensively as I am. Do they exist? I'm pretty damn sure they exist. You know what I'm saying? But just me in general, and if I, was telling, I quiz everybody, so and that's why I got into shit. I used to like how but it was so much shit I didn't know. Because I was like, Hulk is great on this cover. But on this one, he gray. And on this one, Wolverine, they used to call him X-Man. X-Man got a suit on on this one. But he missing an eye on this one. And if that's Wolverine, I'm like, oh, no. And it was just a long history of that shit. And I liked it. I liked how comics really didn't go back too far and explain shit. They just told you to go back and read this shit. I like that. I guess it was inclusive. Well, no, non-inclusiveness, I guess it would be. They had to work for my knowledge and retain that knowledge and then come back to the people who talk shit to me and hit them with shit they don't know. I love that shit. I consider it a challenge before the whole human race, you know. And anything I quiz motherfuckers, you know, what I was telling my man, BAM! I was like, I quiz anybody, you know, and I guess he said nobody ever did him like that, but that's when I feel weird, cause all the shit that I like, and I guess that's how old racist white dudes feel, cause all the shit that I like, or was interesting to me, it's bad now. You know, I like winning and being so good at something, making someone cry and walk away and physically leave. Because they're so sad that how much of an ass whooping you're putting on them. Like that shit. Like shutting niggas the fuck down. That shit is fun. You know? And I gotta deal with a lot of the shit cause now things have changed. I didn't, I don't care. I don't subscribe to it. If I have a son of a raising nigga the same way I came up, fuck it. And I don't say fuck it isn't like, I don't care. I mean, fuck it is good enough for me. Oh, of course, you know, you are gonna tweak it and I got stuff here, but of course, you know. Side note, you know, you gotta be able to uh say fuck it and get what you gotta get done. You know. Side note in the sense that I said it before, you know, I look at the shit and I've had conversations with people and I didn't come up super duper duper hard as far as you know, the, the 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 being beat up by my uncles and cousins and shit. I caught it. Most of it was of my mouth, but I learned evolved and adapted accordingly in order to deal with that shit. To this day. I'm not sure if I had to fight my Uncle Dino, could I be? I mean, I'm sure I could beat that nigga at what cost, though. But even my cousin, I I'd beat that nigga, man. ass on low. On low. But I wouldn't need to. I learned how to get niggas back and do spiteful and petty shit. That's what I learned from that shit. I was never going to be as strong as them niggas. Never going to be as fast as them niggas. But I can remember shit longer than them niggas. And wait till they come back over grandma's house for their date. And do some embarrassing ass shit. Because I don't give a fuck. I wouldn't get no ass. You know. That's how I evolved. And I look at my girl's cousin and how he was explaining this shit and how I was tortured for him. And I look at that nigga and not even saying nothing negative about him. He didn't rise to the occasion. But also I understand maybe he didn't have a system. Like I know when I used to cry and shit, I went to my mama. She would, you know, pacify me and also be like "We're being a bitch. They trying to make you cry. do let them niggas see you cry. And they're gonna get what they want. I don't care if you gotta hobble away and go in the bathroom and cry. Don't let them niggas see that shit. And I'm like, okay. You know, maybe that nigga didn't have that shit, you know. And just I look at all this shit and just how the world is. And like even say about the drinking and shit. And niggas is like, oh yeah, you know, it's so much different. They didn't have to grow up with the shit I did. Nigga, you drink, you drink to the point you wake up the next day. I did what? Man, my nigga Seth, what up, set of barns? Fuck, I had a hangover, nigga. Like, dog, here, I'll cure it. Got your hangover, what? Drink this smearing off. I'm sipping that shit, like, I guess it's like, na- hold on, nigga. Alcohol won't cure alcohol will it? It's better than just being uh, hungover. At least you could be hungover and drunk. I guess. You know what? No. Ah, oh, they MSU days. But anyway, I guess it's just like how my dad and them. Was on different shit. And then the times change. And they're like. Hey. 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 Hey old man. What? You can't just. Just punch a kid. Why the fuck not? It's frowned upon. By who? The law. You don't say. (laughs) But again. With that. Like I said. It's. It's. I don't know. And I gotta try to find. I guess. This is the whole thing about. Trying to find a happy medium. And I can't blame anybody for the shit. Cause it's like with me. You look at my situation. All right. I could say my old man I'm not saying I used to my old man used to fucking strip me down to my fucking underwear and beat me with extension cords nah I could look at my daughters all I do is just blow your chest in I don't I don't punch my daughters in the chest but I could be like all I do is just punch you in the chest and I could you know like then nigga could be was saying that shit and it's like to me eh, it's way better than what I got but it's still wrong and it's kind of fucked up I don't know if I'm the only person, you know, dealing with this, but it's like, dude, it will be so much better than what the fuck they brought me up at. You're still a fucking animal. Damn, I can't win for losing. I don't know, man. Uh, with this one, I don't know if I'm gonna release it. I will. I probably won't. I don't know. I just uh trying to keep busy. Just trying to keep busy. But yeah, I think we're gonna um, end it her. You know what I'm saying? I will take another break, but man, we good, you know. So let's do the number thing, the thingy thing thing. I black man hotline. 724 313 4519. 4519. As always, hit up the I E Y E Man Podcast at gmail dot com. Leave me a message, send whatever you know, and of course with the hotline, you know, send a vo, you know, leave a voicemail, send a text message, whatever. Put it on the show. Thank y'all for listening. Of course, hit up the Instagram, Facebook, all that shit. Any ideas, whatever, please share them. I appreciate any feedback. Be so to speak, quick to listen. It's your boy Miles. I'm a dad's problem. I'm out of here. Peace.
1: Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and comment. This has been a Hyphen Podcast Network production. They're the bestest. I'm getting paid an exposure. What's up, everybody? What up, though, for my Detroit people? My name is Kellen Conley, host of the world's greatest podcast, Hyphen Nation. And also, I am the founder of the Hyphen Podcast Group. Now, you may know some of our great shows like mine, Hyphen Nation, or I Black Man Podcast, or Catch the Show, or it's like a podcast or whatever, or Browns in Our Blood if you're a Browns fan, or just an NFL fan in general, or Lemon on the Edge, or even Victory Jump Off Radio. But I'm here with a special announcement hyphen podcast group now has a patreon page now i didn't want to do this because honestly we're working on getting our numbers up but what happens around the middle of the month is our web hosting which is graciously provided to us by eric jordan of browns in our blood uh we forget to pay it because we have other bills and then the site goes down what happens is normally catch the show comes out on saturday and by the middle of the month on a saturday well the site's down and then i got a show I got to promote and I can't do that I mean I can on Instagram but I don't feel right not having everything on the site because the, the links on Instagram say link in the bio so what's the point of going to link in the bio if you can't bring up the site so start a patreon page not asking for much just looking to get roughly about $15 a month right now that would be enough for us to pay for the hosting each month it's located at patreon.com slash podcast group check us out there's tiers and rewards you can even be on a show if you're crazy enough to pay us a bunch of money but even if you just throw a dollar in which is the minimum tier that means that you get your name mentioned on a pod at any given time there's gonna be a list of patreons and we will say your name if you want us to on a pod and that's kind of cool. So. If you want to support us and keep the site running on a timely basis, which is what we're trying to do, please check out the Patreon, man. And again, that is patreon.com slash hyphen podcast group. And continue to check out our shows. Let your friends know about our shows. We're on all podcast listening platforms. And yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks, y'all.